0: What's good? We are here, Agent Talk Podcast. Today is Monday, March 23rd. Don't know if this is when it'll be posted, but that's when we're recording at least. I'm here with a good friend of mine, Andrew Williamson. Talked, to him, talked about him on the podcast previously. We are here in Nashville. Drew visited for the weekend. Good friend of mine uh, met back in 2011, former veteran Commodore, Indianapolis Colt. Uh,
1: believer just overall overall good dude Uh, um what's up man thank you for having me Grady. really appreciate you man man. you've been uh we've been boys for some time now since 2011 and uh that friendship that brotherhood has uh continued since then so thanks for having me on your uh (laughs) podcast man
0: man. okay so for those who don't know like your andrew williamson is your Mm -hmm. name For those who have no idea who that is, who
1: are you? Who am I? Okay. Well, yeah, my name is Andrew Williamson. I grew up. I'm out, so let me just start from family. I have mom and my dad. Mom's name is Brenda. My dad's name is Ricky Williamson. Shout Shout out out. Williamson. Shout out. Shout out to the parents back home in uh SA. Uh, I got two older sisters. I'm the youngest of the three. Uh, my eldest sister's name is Jackie. That's Shout out, Jackie. We're she's actually in her apartment right now. Uh, you fed me hope so well. Yeah. I'm super grateful for her, uh, for allowing me to stay with her and just, you know, kind of hang out. Um, and Bree, she's a middle child. Uh, Bree Williamson, she is in Las Vegas right now. She's living with her fiance, Spencer. Shout out to them. I hope you guys are doing well and spending this time together. Um, so yeah, I grew up as a military kid, uh, moved around a lot. I think that's one of the reasons why I believe, uh, we're kind of so close as a family, just because we kind of always, uh, move every three, three years, three, four years. And, um, like you would make friends and whatnot, but when that time came and moved, it was just like, all right, well, uh, you know, we still got each other. Um, so going through the military, um, that was, that was really cool. I uh, really appreciated having that different perspective uh, just outside of, you know, a kid just growing up here in America. Um, I like spent some time overseas in Germany. Um, born in Germany, fun fact, me and, uh, well, J. Cole was born in the same hospital. Really? We shared the same hospital, yeah. He was just born at, in Germany? In Frankfurt, yeah. I didn't know that. I think it's like 92nd Hospital or yeah. something. I can't remember okay. what. Well, what the hospitals was called, but yeah, same hospital. Interesting. It is. How'd you know this? I looked it up. Okay. Yeah, I looked it up. I was like, hey, that's because that's, I knew he was like a military kid growing up. Yeah. And I, when uh, Wikipedia seen the name of the hospital on I fact checked it with my, mm. with my parents. I was like, okay. That's okay. Important.
0: That's interesting. Cool. Okay.
1: Um, but uh, yeah. So Germany. Germany. And then uh, born in Germany, spent time, uh, came back stateside, uh, Virginia Beach. I don't even remember that. I was too young. Uh, Virginia Beach, then we moved back to overseas in the Netherlands. Uh, spent some time there. I was about three to six. So I got a, I got a few memories there. Um, some great ones. I mean, I, one of the things is just, I think, growing up in a different culture early on just made you uh, more receptive uh, to like people from a different background or a different culture. Um, I, I've always felt like I was very... Um, open and receiving to just, you know, talk to anybody or, um, you know, just, just be with any, uh, somebody. I, 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 didn't feel as if I, grown up, I had like many like barriers and that to me also could have to do with me being black and white as well. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of growing up, um, not feeling like you gotta be yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it's one of those things where I feel as if, um, I always kept an open perspective. Um. And uh, so once we once we uh, moved from the Netherlands, we had moved to um, Fort Hood, Texas. We spent some time there. We um, yeah, there for maybe like three or four years, and then we moved back to Germany. That's my dad's last tour. Uh, that was that was probably my favorite stop in Germany. It's just I want to go back there just because the people were really awesome, um, different culture, really great food. Um, and it was just uh, it was just an overall pleasant experience, kind of living off of, well, in the economy, um, on a small town outside of the base. Um, it was just, it was a, re- a really nice experience. But um, then once we, my dad had retired, wanted to move to San Antonio, and uh, that's been home ever since, man. That's where, uh, once he moved there, I think that's what really kind of uh, opened up that door to football for me. Just because growing up, i always kind of like, watched the ball enjoyed playing it you know playing outside jackpot or you know uh, pick them up bust them up or other word you know, yeah, They, they, it, they it, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I've always I was always like kind of excelled at it just because I was, I was fast um, so I naturally took a liking to it and it was uh sports was a way for me to make friends um kind of like fit in yeah. um, it was a a lot of times we're kind of like the new kid initially. So it's like, let me just get in where I fit in. Um, and sports was kind of that um, that ground, the icebreaker, I guess. Uh, so, you know, once we got to Texas, that's when I was like, whoa, hey, like football is real here. Like, this is not just something you go out and like play. Like they have yeah. like legit programs in, in school and they take it pretty seriously. And That was kind of revealed to me earlier on in, um, in middle school. Um, so football, quickly became like a pretty big part of my life. Um, just, you know, not just having like a season, but it kind of being seasonal,
0: hmm.
1: like year round. Yeah. Um, you see that with, uh, well, I experienced that in eighth grade and then that continued on until uh, high school. Um, so like once, uh, once I began to play and then uh, junior year came around, like uh, started getting some like some looks in terms of potentially like some co- some talks with my coaches, like hey, like you could potentially be playing at the next level, but I, I didn't I didn't really think that that was going to be a reality for me. Um Growing up, I think earlier on in high school, I was thinking I'd probably go the military route just because that was kind of all I knew.
0: Yeah.
1: Um My at that time, my neither of my parents had graduated college. Um, my sister, my oldest sister, was going through college at the time. Um, but my my frame of mind, I think at that point was, let me just do something that, you know, I'm already kind of comfortable with, and I kind of already know. And just the lifestyle of the military, I mean, it was a good life, you know. So I always thought I'd kind of go that route. But, you know, God had, God had other plans for me. Um, so, you know, as I Was in the program. Uh, Stevens High, shout out to Stevens High School. uh, Head coach at the time was Lee Bridges. And then uh, Daryl Hempill was uh, my uh, secondary's coach. Uh, Really appreciate um, the investment that they've made in me. Um, Growing up throughout high school, well, middle school and high school, my dad wasn't always around uh, all the time just because he would spend a lot of time overseas. So once my dad retired in San San Antonio, he began to take, uh, what do you call it, it's uh, contracting positions, excuse me, contracting positions overseas. Um, so he was probably like back and forth, say uh, probably like 80% of the time over there and then come back, spend some time. Um, but it was, it, was, it was great money at the time, uh, great money. Um, so my dad is a big provider. Um, that's probably something that he grew up seeing though as well because his dad was also in the military. Um, So I think from that perspective, uh, growing up, I'm really appreciative for, you know, just, you know, the role models that I had in my life through football and team as coaches and um, utilizing them as well as uh, my dad to like supplement and help me grow, you know, as a man. Uh, So extremely appreciative of that. Um, But as a, you know that door opened up at Bandy, um, Class Twenty Eleven. Class Twenty Eleven. Shout out to <laughs> Coach Franklin. Franklin, yeah. Uh, that. Oh, what was it? We came up. Uh, I think it was the last weekend. I think, yeah, it came up the last weekend. as the last recruiting weekend. Um, Jimmy, shout out to Jimmy. Jimmy was the first shout out Jimmy that uh, I had met up here. We actually roomed together uh, that weekend. But it was, it was just once you come up in the an experience like Vanderbilt, it was, it was kind of just a no-brainer. What quickly became a no-brainer for me it was just like, man, like I could see myself being here for the next four years of my life. Um, just seemed like uh, a great culture that Coach Franklin was you know, developing, and it seemed like a great culture that the uh, um, you know, student body already had here at Vandy. Um, and I was uh, just really motivated to come in and you know get to work and uh, progress as a football player, but also as a, as a student. Um, and then uh from there yeah from there uh, uh
0: so went to vandy went to play long here we were the class of 2011 graduated uh so we were in the same crew shout out crew crew um uh, drew played safety i played a receiver quarterback kellen linebacker fullback yeah. dk corner running back you know jimmy so defense so, yeah. in you know we were all just kind of got lumped
1: up together in yeah, college man. we were We had uh, we just had constant fellowship. I feel like with one another, man. Like we were together all the time, all the time, all the time, and uh, got plenty of videos. That was testament as well. But uh, I, I mean, we were always bringing people together as well, though, man. Like we were always welcoming,
0: and I think a part of that is none of us were like over the top recruits. Right. None of us were like quote unquote ballers on the field. You know what I mean? So we always had
1: kind of like the humble yeah. approach. I think God just felt comfortable. Yeah, just felt comfortable around us. They know they because they feel. knew we weren't going to
0: think less of them. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was definitely. And we, God in college was working through us mm. before we ever really knew who we was.
1: I yeah. Mean, you know, Amen. Yeah. I would, I would fully agree with that. Yeah. Um, just all the relationships that we built throughout that time. Um, I'm super grateful for, man. Um, I, there's one thing I really appreciate appreciate about Vandy is just um, football the, the, the football experience um, We played you know against great teams uh, had some awesome wins um, But as well as you know the student experience as well um, Actually the student experience was pretty tough. I'm not gonna lie which to made it, it valuable it, exactly yeah. exactly made it valuable um, but also man just being able to go through the college experience, which can, just to being completely honest, it can mislead, you know, you know, kids nowadays, it really can. And, um, from our own Testament, we were misled, but yeah. by the grace of God, you know, we're here now, right. you know what I mean? Um, but to go through it with y'all boys, um, and just, I don't know, man, just to be I'm just appreciative of it
0: what did you, did you say it was about the like co- what we had in college mm-hmm. like because we've been kicking in like i don't know y'all since 2011 you know what i mean that's it's a long hard. time it's almost a decade yeah in the age that we live in where a lot of people i think think they're connected but maybe mm-hmm. really not what do you think it was about what we went through in college like mm-hmm. that's a very unique time like, there's yeah. never a time like college what is it you think about, like, the time we spent that made it to where, like, now we're here four or five years. Like, our five-year reunion is yeah. this year. Why do you think we're still also you know, as I connected think as we are?
1: Because we actually, like, did life together, you know? It wasn't, like, through a screen. It wasn't through, like, a platform. Like, um, we went through some hard times together, you know, you know practice. Every a- day. Easy practice every day. Morning workouts. Yeah, Cam- man. We were with one another Probably what 90% out of the year? Mm. I mean, we we'll would be a year round. We we'll would be home the month of May, but like, other than that, that less than it. six weeks out of the year where we home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, you gotta think like how many meals we share, like mm. breakfast, lunch, dinner, holidays, holidays, man. Christmas bread. Shout out, shout out to Scott I. Yellow, man. Yeah, mm. thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. yeah, DK's fam, DK's
1: fam, bro. So, like, we were, we were doing. Uh, we had a lot of life events yeah. with one another. That's true. Um, that's good. Ups and downs. I mean, we went through a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, so, moving forward, true. so mm-hmm.
0: play that Vandy, safety. You know, respectable college career for sure.
1: Ended up getting signed, undrafted mm-hmm. free agent to the Colts. The Colts. You're in Indy. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, two years roughly. Yeah. About a year, um, yeah. Two year, year and a half. tore your ACL. Mm-hmm. Went through some struggles. Practice mm-hmm. or IR for a bit of time, you know. Yeah. But you was out there. I was out you there, were, yeah. You I, I remember there. we was watching, I think it was a Cowboys game, wasn't it? Is it the Cowboys game? or the Lions? But you were playing on TV.
1: I think it might have been the Lions. Okay. Yeah. I know it was a
0: preseason game, and was I was. it was, was it? It was indoors, is all I know. And
1: okay. you were, we were
0: you played. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, that man is out. And i am like, why? Because I think I me. Mean, Jimmy and BK yeah. were watching together.
1: Okay, it could and have been the uh cowboys. I think it was the name. cowboys. Yeah, Jimmy and uh DK came to the, the Lions game. Uh and that might have happened. Yeah,
0: so. okay. Because we're regardless. Yeah. We're watching and I was like, man, that man out there. Like, yeah. that man came in <laughs> to bandy with us and that man like playing in the yeah. league. What was that experience like for me? I recruit guys, cause mm-hmm. guys, like yeah. You know, a lot of people that listen to this are somewhat, you know, desiring knowledge of the NFL and football yeah. or else they wouldn't listen to this podcast. What is that experience like for you, mm-hmm. you know, during your time in the NFL? Because you really
1: did, like, you
0: quote-unquote made it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no. What is that experience like?
1: Um, So I would say I'm super honored and blessed. Uh, shout out to the Indianapolis coach for giving me the opportunity um, to, you know, be on the team um, as well as, you know, try to make a career in the nfl um and i think when i look back on it i'd say that the experience is is one that you can you definitely have to be a good steward of you know um just because you you are given a lot um you you can have a lot of influence and um i think looking back i could have did more in that position Mm-hmm. and that's one thing that i um, wish i would have you know utilized more or leveraged on more while i was still on that kind of stage um just doing like doing more for the community or giving back more um i just honestly i just my heart wasn't there at the time man it well, just like it wasn't us yeah, yeah yeah um and it's just you can get kind of caught up in uh, being in the position and kind of um, having having the mindset of like it's all about me, as opposed to like okay, what can I do what for I others? Do with this? Yeah, what can I, I do call. with this? Yeah, man. Um, so, but uh, now I was it, it was really cool. I mean, it, it was kind of tough too, uh, just to be honest. I went down like the sixth practice of preseason. Um, so, I mean, I was there for like, you know, all OTAs as an undrafted fridge and you get up there for the OTAs when you know, the roster's at 90. Uh, you go th- all throughout um, that whole period and then uh, you can choose to stay up there or you can go home. I, th- I actually went back home for like that six week, six to eight week um, interim period. Actually, you know, if you're a rookie, you're there for two weeks after that OTA period, just doing some extra work, doing some NFLPA stuff. Um, and then you can go home for that you know, short six-week period before training camp starts. But coming back, um, you know, I was I was honestly in the best shape of my life during the time. I was feeling really good. Uh, I felt like I was making a strong case for myself, especially on special teams um, and to play at, uh, at safety. And then once I had went down in a punt drill for that six practice, it was kind of a shocker just because I was like, man, like, what's next? You know, not really having a, um, Nobody really, like, super close to me that I, like, communicated with. So I didn't really have, like, a, a deep insight in what that life was like. Yeah. So I was kind of still just figuring it out on the go. Um, but, like, once I went down, um, you know, tore ACL, LCL, partial MCL. It was pretty pretty significant. Um, so it was a 10-month rehab, but grateful that they kept me around. Mm. Um
0: because they probably so like got you an injury settlement or
1: something, yeah. To get yeah. So now I placed him on IR, and then I did all my rehab there. Shout out to um, Aaron Burrill, uh, Kellen, uh, uh Kellen Norris, uh, as well as Kyle. Um, got really close with them. Um, really helped me get back to um, being able to play uh, at an elite level. Um, but it was just it was one of those things too where um, you're technically you're still on the team, but you're not with the team yeah you know what i mean like i would go there for, like the first three four months i would go there for rehab for maybe two out two three hours of the day and then i would just go back to my apartment you know so it just like you still feel kind of isolated yeah
0: it's not, you're not really that's how i feel i mean i tore my ACL at bandy yeah it's like i'm at practice
1: but everybody else got pads on and i'm here yeah so i wouldn't i wouldn't even have practice <clears throat> until like yeah, I don't I think I went yeah. out of the to practice until OTAs that next fall in. Yeah, so it's kinda hard to like you you, you bu- I built a relationship with some of the guys like you know through OTAs and through um you know that first part of training camp but even then like most of them was with the rookies and like seventy percent of them like gone. Yeah. You know? Um but it was still like you could still, you know, make build those relationships and whatnot. Um, you know, as you spend time in the the training room. Um uh, but it was just, it was weird, man. Cause it, it I kind of felt like I didn't belong in a sense, you know? And I think that kind of hindered my, um,
0: that affects you mentally. It
1: does, man. It really does. You ask your
0: question, am I good enough? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: And it's just like, man, like it's also my mentality was selling my, like myself short, you know? Uh, cause, cause you have a different, um, like a different approach or a different demeanor or, like a different confidence whenever you feel like, like, nah, man, like, I'm here. I'm just, like, you know, one of y'all boys. I'm a part. Yeah, I belong like, here. I belong yeah. here. So, it was, I was kind of fighting through that, um, definitely. Um, a did lot of it ever,
0: when you got back from injury, did mm-hmm. you ever get, you, you know, you played the following preseason. Yeah. Did Were you, like, when you were out there for mm-hmm. the first time, did you feel like, did you ever have a moment like, I belong here?
1: I mean, Honestly, a lot of it that a lot of it comes through like just making plays and I feel like I was missing a lot of plays that I should have capitalized on. Yeah. Just a lot of missed opportunities for plays. Um and that kind of began to weigh heavy on me. And I think um, as those as that like was happening, that kind of began to deteriorate my confidence in myself. Um but I mean, when it all comes down to it, you know, that's just how the you know, that's just how I yeah. went. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um,
0: okay you got something
1: else no i was gonna say you know after that i had uh well they had let me i was there for their first week of uh, practice squad and then they ended up letting me go and i stayed around for like two weeks just to see if i would get signed back on and ended up going back to sa
0: okay so from there so you went back to san antonio
1: you're now in dallas
0: Mm -hmm. you know season. shout out shoreline shout out to
1: shoreline man they've been you know really got position next to a to a well man just a super life-giving church
0: what is forget that real quick one question what to if player mm-hmm. that's a cause because a lot okay. of guys that maybe i'm recruiting even some of my clients listen to this what yep. would be one tip that you would give to someone based on all of your experience at the in the nfl playing ball what would be one thing that you would give to someone that's not yet in the nfl but maybe that's in their future mm-hmm. and that that's where their eyes are going to what would be one tip that you would give to that person
1: what you do matters. So be super intentional. Mm. That's one. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. If I looking back, I just wish I was more intentional.
0: Yeah. That's good. That's a good word. Okay. So you're here. <clears throat> I saw Drew get baptized. Shoreline is. we Thank, thank you for coming Shoreline.
1: out, man. Shout out to the man Grady. <laughs>
0: Shoreline City Church in Dallas. Earl. What's the last Pastor name? That's for Earl. Uh, Earl and Onika McClellan. Oh, um definitely wrapped their hands around my boy, for sure, since he's been out here. Can you quickly tell, you know, we're a believer, you yeah. know, we, you brothers Shout in Christ for the sure. Uh, tell them the story, just how you, like Shoreline has wrapped their arms around you. Can you just tell them kind of the story of how you got in yeah.
1: yeah, no, absolutely. It's a, uh, man, it's, 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 it's a cool story. Um, so I was just, I was out Ubering at the time, um, you know, picked up somebody and it happened to be uh, Andrew Scott, you know, it's a campus pastor there at Shoreline, and uh, we got to talking, and he um, invited me to church. You know, he asked for my number, and you know, I gave it to him. Uh, he texted me that following week. Uh, I was actually I went back home that weekend, um, so I couldn't make it. But he texted me again that following weekend, and I was like, "All right, like I gotta go. I gotta go check it out." Um, and then as as soon as I walked in, man, it was just I just felt welcome, man, yeah. and it was one thing you'll see in Shoreline is just the diversity, man. And that the, the, the diversity, and just you know, the you just get a like life, you know. What I mean, you see a bunch of happy people, and it was just it was, I was just drawn back to it. Yeah, you know, I was just drawn back to it. Um, and one of the guys I've met, uh, you know, Daniel Poku, shout out big shout out to Shout Daniel out Poku. Poku, man. Uh, that guy has. That guy has honestly like changed the, the, the what, I guess the direction, so to speak, in my life has kind of been, and just giving me practical, you know, spiritual like resources, but even like you know being able to just model it out, like what does it look like to um, seek a relationship with the Lord, um, and just just see how life giving he is, see how he loves people um that's just been you know just speaks loud you know what i mean he doesn't have to say much although he can't <laughs> yeah. he can't be you know very expressive um but even just watch him uh he's he's just a leader man he's just a leader and i think um men in this day and age we need uh more people to you know lead others uh back to the lord um mm. just because of you know, kind of where we're at in terms of a culture and you know, how we can kind of get caught up with some, you know, with some things that can not necessarily be fruitful to us. Um, and just to, you know, raise up other people and um, being an intentional in one, in, in one another's lives. And, and that just all comes from, you know, I think it's, it's founded on love, man. It's founded on Christ. Um, so super grateful to have a guy like that. Um, That's a good word. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we're here, 25 minutes, agent talk podcast. Got one more question. We're trying to keep our episodes 30 minutes to the last one. Oh, Because really, oh, Anchor tries to...
1: That, being in that call center, man. Yeah, you you're you're ready, a you're ready bit. to
0: ready <laughs> uh, Where can people connect with you? I know you're not the biggest. I'm sure I you know, know about man. We'll get
1: into that on, uh, I guess, another episode. But uh, I am on IG. What's uh, your... And though will.
0: At and though
1: will. Yeah. Andrew and Thomas
0: D- Williamson. W I L. Okay. Not um, on
1: any other platforms. Yeah, get him on IG,
0: you know, that's where he's at. He won't be posting much, but it's all right. Yeah. You can it's check right. the story every yeah, now and then. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> get back. Um, what is in this time that you're in, the space that you're in, you mm-hmm. know, and everything, a lot of everything going on with the world, COVID nineteen, yes. travel, you no know, sports, whatever it could be. What is one thing? You got three minutes, twenty some seconds. What is one thing that you're grateful for?
1: I'm grateful for family, man. I'm grateful for family, for sure. Um, just like I said, growing up was always super close to family. Um, and just being able to, you know, when things do like do get tough and be able to, you know, go to my parents. And uh, I, I, I still get into them every now and then. Um, but, you know, they're, they've are they always just been um, just super loving, super encouraging. Um, with me, as well as like my sisters, to be able to have a relationship with them. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of like a core foundation in the sense of what I can like fall back on. Um You
0: got a good fan, man.
1: Appreciate that. Y'all man. got a tight
0: fan. Yeah. That's good. Okay, well, anything else you got for the people? Oh, you good?
1: Love you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to yeah. the man. Appreciate this is, you, bro. I'm
0: going to Andrew Williamson. This is Asia Talk Podcast. If you receive anything from this, I be saying it all the time. Very few people do it. Like Subscribe, share with a friend, do something to promote the brand. Come on with it. This is us, Agent Talk, Josh Grady, and we are out. Out.